All right, welcome back to another episode of As the Drum Turns. I'm Laura Smith here this morning, bright and early, with Jeff Hollingshead. How's it going, Jeff? Going good. Good, good. good. <laughs> uh, we had an amazing time at Kentucky Kingdom with our Indiana, Kentucky, Ohio uh, friends and family. Um, and we had about 1,500 people show up. Wasn't that about right, Jeff? Yeah, yeah. A lot of blue shirts everywhere. <laughs> blue shirts, yes, yes. We, we sent out a, a shirt for everyone to, to wear so you could be you could recognize um, your SRM family. Um, and we had an amazing time. Yeah, well, I really appreciate everybody coming out and participating in that event. Appreciate Laura uh, doing a good job putting everything together, and everyone had a great time. Great time. Yeah. Big shout out to JJ. I know he's an avid listener to our podcast, so we we appreciate him and his family uh, for for being there and being in attendance, and and so many other folks. I can't can't name them all. We had fifteen hundred in total, so it looked uh, great turnout and a great time with the family for sure. That was it. Was a great turnout. My I unfortunately. But fortunately, I should say, got stuck in the kids' area with, uh, we brought my two little girls, um, my husband and I, and uh, my my five and six-year-old got to ride their very first roller coaster. Oh, that's fun. They have uh, the roller skate at uh, Kentucky Kingdom, just a very intro, good intro roller coaster. And my five-year-old, Francie, she says, she gets off of it, and I can't really tell. She's not crying, so I know she's doing okay. And she kind of looks at me, at me, and she says, "I hope they have funner things in heaven, Mama." <laughs> so I couldn't tell if she was impressed or if she's just glad she made it safely off. But <laughs> kids, kids, I did a little both. yeah, yeah. That's too funny. And you know, I didn't, I didn't get sick. I've learned with kids rides that um, it's the same. It's, it might be a different look of like the little car that you sit in, but yeah. they all spin in a circle. That's it. <laughs> but no, they love I don't it. Like spinning in circles. <laughs> no, no. Um, well, we have uh, a few, a few just messages and emails that came in. Um, one in particular was uh, just a, a lady in a neighborhood, and she was just commending our one of our mixer operators. Actually, it was here locally um, in Murfreesboro in Las Casas, Tennessee. Um, <laughs> but she said that her daughter and her little friend were having a lemonade stand out in the, their neighborhood. And they were taking up donations for charity. And one of our um, operators stopped and bought some lemonade and donated money. Uh, she said he drives truck 1351. She says, I just wanted to tell you what a wonderful representation of your company that was. Um, and that just made the girl stay uh, for, yeah, for one of those big awesome. trucks to stop. That's yeah. Awesome. And that's what, that's so, you know, it is a great representation of the company and uh, our community involvement, right? We want to be involved in community. It's a super local business and, uh, that that was great. We appreciate her sending that in. Yeah, I and might just have a, to send them some hats or a little there shirt. You go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she might think that we're trying to buy out our lemonade stand. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, also, some exciting news from from Daniel, had an operator that uh, had been out of work for for uh, a, right at a year and uh, hurt his arm in an accident. It's just a miracle that. It, Frankly, he didn't lose his arm, but he's back back to work. And Martin Torres in Baytown, so we're excited to have him back to work. And big shout out to him for hanging in there and and making it to the finish line. That's good. Right. Climbing back in the truck. So oh, appreciate yeah. him. So glad to have you back, Martin. Um, and that that is that's a miracle that 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 happened. So that was very exciting news to receive from Daniel. Um, 
You know, I had an operator yesterday contact me. Um, he just he called me up and he said, "Hey, Laura, I've got um, a customer here, um, and he's been he's been loyal with us. He he pours uh, three times a week, every week, um, and he just said I would really I think he would really enjoy a t shirt." So um, I just thought that was neat that he had he showed initiative and thought, sure. hey, let me think about what I can do to, to make this person's day. Not only deliver, you know, quality concrete and on time, but, you know, he thought outside the box. He didn't have to he didn't have to do that. He could have said, hey, that's typically for sales. But that's not true. If you have a customer and you know that that would be special to them, please reach out to me um, and, and we can get you taken care of. hundred percent. hundred percent. Big deal. I got to share my story. Oh, oh, yes. Uh, I've been talking this whole this whole Paramount night. City. No, 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 you're good. <laughs> you're good. But I was in. Uh, Laura and I are having to make a couple of these because she's out on vacation next week. Yes, so. praise the but, Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, so this week I've been in Panama City in Dallas, and uh, Monday Ryan and I we went to Panama City, and so they were running behind. I jumped in the truck. And I get out there, and they had already poured 10 yards, and I was another 10 yards, but they didn't know how to finish any concrete at all. Didn't know how to float, catch edges, rod, nothing. So I got Kevin Harrington. He jumped in the truck and and helped pour my load out, and I finished a whole 26 yards. And I'm telling you, that was on Monday today's Thursday. Uh Uh-huh. You still sore? still (laughs) sore, hurting all over, but – uh, but it was good. Those guys were super nice, and uh, there at Panama City, I appreciate Kevin jumping in the truck helping. Uh, but it, does, it turned out really good. It had to get slick finished and broom fin. You know, half of it was broom, half of it was slick on a little commercial building. After we got done, I said, "Man, next time you might want to hire you some help. Don't, yeah, don't try to bite this off and and do so much." People really underestimate uh, what it takes to pour concrete. You know, it's not something that you do just uh, just because and. Or just because you think you can, you, you better have some expertise there uh, to really take care of it. And, you know, it's eye-open, It's always eye-opening for me for what our operators see. You know, they see a lot of stuff mm-hmm. uh, with a lot of folks that, you know, that really don't know what they're doing, especially on some of these COD orders. And, and uh, you know, the main thing is being patient. You don't don't have to get out and finish <laughs> the concrete. But, put your, uh, put your but if there is a way for you to... Uh, create a moment for that customer where you can jump out and help them. You know, we, we, we're okay with that too. You yeah. know, we want to help folks and, uh, you know, it goes back to the, the speaker we had from Chick-fil-A, you know, creating those, uh, remarkable, moments, remarkable, remarkable moments. moments. And, you know, you, you jumping out, you know, even if you don't have to finish concrete or maybe you're a little older and can't grab a rod board anymore, or whatever, if you got a bottle of water and you hand a guy of water, I mean, that's, you know, things like that really, uh, go a long way for customers and they, and they, they appreciate it. So, a lot of, a lot going. I'm glad to be gone from that job. Yeah. But, uh, but it's been good. So, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to all this exciting news. We're taking over some operations uh, next week. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, we'll be able to make some announcements as we go along with that. So, we're very much looking forward to, to that. And, uh, and also, we have an acquisition announcement we can go ahead and, and make, uh, the St. John's River in Palatka, Florida. Okay. Um, that deal's closing this week. So and where where is that located? <clears throat> Palatka, Florida. Yeah. What what part of it do you know? Palatka. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's south of Saint Augustine. Okay. Yeah, south right. of Saint Augustine. So 
Uh, I need to talk to Jack. I hadn't even told him about it yet. Yeah, so we'll, congratulations, Jack. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> it's a small operation. They've got a four four plant four operators at the plant. So, uh, but we'll, we'll get that one under our belt too. Uh, one plant operation. I'm excited about it. So, well, that's always exciting. New new plants, new people, um, and uh, and and people always do a great job of welcoming people, especially so, social media. They always just kind of say, "Hey, welcome." For sure. You know, if you have any questions, let us know that type of thing. But yeah, so all right, so we have uh, "Think Again" by Adam Grant. We've had a, a few people request that book, and I want to encourage you if you'd like to read along and go along. Um, with with Jeff and I, we're covering this book. Think again, and uh, again, it's not it, it's it's something just um, for self growth, personal growth, um, professional growth, really. Um, and so, if you want it, just uh, reach out to me, and I'll get it sent to you um, yep. via Amazon. There you go. <laughs> All right, so we we've been going over chapter one, um, and really the the synopsis of chapter one. Um, they talk about three main modes and how we think. Um, let's see. It just kind of says that we go into the preacher, prosecutor, and politician mode when we think. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, Jeff, you can probably relate to the preacher, but <laughs> each, each of these. Um, so, for example, the preacher mode comes out when our sacred beliefs feel in jeopardy and we begin to speak sermons to protect these beliefs. The prosecutor mode. It says we're, it's awakened when we recognize flaws in others' reasoning and we argue to prove them wrong. And a politician mode just kind of comes out there, um, and it's to win over an audience, and we lobby for approval. And when we take on these roles, automatically, we don't take time to rethink our views. Yeah, and I think his point is, is kind of stepping into that scientist mode. You know, the, the fourth one is is becoming a scientist thinking more logically. And it's not that any one of those things are bad. It's not. And yeah. there's, a set, there's a time and place. Obviously, there's a time and place for preaching. That's right. <laughs> there's a time and place for even that, the politician mode and some of those other things. But where I think where people fall into a trap is when they go into that overconfidence. And he, he mentions that, too, is that, you know, we get overconfident in our beliefs, our historical norms um, with the, the things, doing things the way we've always done them and not rethinking, reevaluating and and just becoming overconfident. Well, we see this all the time. I see it in our company, but I see it in companies that we purchase is that you buy folks and you, you, you show them new things and they're very dismissive to that. And they're not obviously not in the scientist mode because if you're in the scientist mode, you're open-minded. You're not completely guarded on all of your ideals. There are certain ideals that are foundational in my mind as it relates to personal and business, etc. I'm not moving. It's the bedrock of, of the company. Mm-hmm. But what we build on top of that foundation is it, it is subject to change. I mean, we have to adapt. We can't do things the same way that we used to. You know, when this company started, we were just a few examples. We we didn't have GPS. That wasn't a thing. We didn't have a dispatch program. So let me ask you this: Go ahead. When you didn't have GPS, did you print out off on MapQuest? Because that's what I used to do. I was a MapQuest printer. Yeah, I did yeah. that uh, actually, but it, it wasn't very long until I, I was around. <laughs> were you okay? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I'm but, a little but, bit older than yeah, you. Yeah, okay. uh, so, but uh, but I did. No, absolutely. I printed MapQuest a bunch uh, for a few years. Uh, my turn sixteen. But anyway. So, you know, that was a part of 
our company, the way we used to dispatch trucks, we had a batch panel. We didn't have dispatching. We did everything by handwritten, a dispatch sheet. The guys remember, I mean, we had these pre-printed sheets and squares uh, that we would we would write certain things. It was a big deal to get to get rid of the dispatch sheet, and so that was uh, uh, a big step for us. And and we had QuickBooks as our accounting package, and uh, that QuickBooks is where we manually entered all of our billing and uh, just everything. It was a very manual process, and so we went from you know a handful of plants to now four hundred plants. Mm-hmm. I, I, looking back, if we did it the exact same way we did when we started. We would have had, I mean, we would have two hundred people more in the office because we couldn't handwrite it all. It would be right. errors and clerical errors and all that stuff. And and so you cannot just because you did did something a certain way for ten years or twenty years or whatever, you can't be so cemented to that. You've got to be open minded and think. And if someone's got a good idea, just think about it. Now, there's there's a lot of ideas I hear that aren't very good. So not every idea that you hear it's it's a good one. But there are remnants of good ideas in the feedback that people offer. You know, some of our best ideas come from our operators, you know, things that they're seeing out in the field, things that we need, we need to address on their behalf. And we can't we can just be a company that says, ah, we're going to do it this way, take it or leave it, uh, et cetera. And there are some things we have to be that way, but there's a lot of areas where we can think again, keep improving, keep getting better as it relates to service and quality and culture. You know, culture, I talk about it all the time. I talk about it to all of our folks all the time. We need great culture. And, and if we are a culture of, of just prosecutors or just preachers or just politicians or just these these different mo- modes of thinking, and that's all those words mean, it's just different modes of thinking, then we won't have good culture. But if we're a culture of openness, uh, for a culture of rethinking ways to get better and to constantly improve, I think that's a path to succeed. I agree. All right. All right. Well, thanks so much for your input. And anything else you want to share? No, no, no man. All right. All right. Okay. Everyone have a wonderful week. <laughs>